welcome to the Elevated Muse podcast. I'm your host, Alicia Simone, and I'm a feminine energetics and transformation mentor born and living in Australia. I am super, super honored to have you here sharing this space with me wherever you are in the world. Within the Elevated Muse podcast, we dive into anything and everything that makes someone's soul elevate and truly feel from the core, from expansion in life to depth and understanding of self and others, to intimacy, relationships and sexuality, over to consciousness, emotional intelligence, complete juicy abundance and everything in between. Basically, we do a little bit of everything here because humans are multifaceted. I'm really excited to welcome you to the Elevated Muse podcast, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I feel like it's been a minute since I did a podcast. (laughs) It has definitely been a minute since I've been online. It feels like forever, even though it's, I think, only been like a week that I've been offline. I have honestly just needed to go internal even though I feel like most of this year has been like that for me I've just been in a very long season of going within and I just keep coming back to that place I keep meeting myself at this place where I'm like oh yeah I'm not ready to do what I was doing last year I'm not ready to meet the world. I'm not ready to be at my highest potential externally right now. Like I feel like I have been called to do some of the deepest healing work that I've ever done in my life. You know, the last few months, I'd say the last six months of my life have been really, really some of the hardest and I've gone through very traumatic things in my life I've gone through my fair share of shit but I don't know what has been going on the last six months of my life I don't know if any of y'all are the same it's just been a very long dark night of the soul I feel like that's all I was talking about beginning of this year And I feel like I am coming out on the other end of that. I've definitely been coming out on the other end of that. But I think now it's more about the integration process of all of the lessons and all of the darkness, right? We go through dark times in our life. We go through heartbreak. We go through pain. We go through all of these tribulations. And then we have to actually view those things as lessons and that's kind of where I've been at. I feel like I've had to take time to integrate the things that I have learned. I have had to really take time to myself completely and get real with who I really do want to be versus who I thought I wanted to be, the life that I do want to live and need to live versus what I always thought I needed to be doing to be seen as or viewed as or feeling within myself as like successful or loved or happy or pleasured or whatever whatever word you can think of whatever emotion we feel all these things that we're all manifesting and chasing after in our in our lives you know the human experience of chasing all of these things and feeling them from within, which we are learning we can do. 
but I feel like I've had to completely rearrange what all of those things look like to me. And, you know, times like these are hard and tough and lonely and I've been through the worst of it the last few months, but I'm definitely in this place now where I'm I'm so proud of where I'm at and I'm so happy to be where I am, like mentally, internally, like I'm just fucking proud of myself. And if you've gone through any, you know, recent dark times, dark nights of the soul, pain in life, you've gone through endings of any sort, like just give yourself a minute to like really show appreciation for yourself because we don't do that enough. We don't do that enough in our society. We don't do it for ourselves at all. We do it for other people. But for ourselves, we just expect the impossible. We expect the absolute impossible from ourselves. We expect ourselves to be 20 steps ahead all the time and always joyful and always in the highest frequency and whatever you fucking name it. Like, I don't know where all of these pressures have come from. If it's one place in particular, if it's our parents, if it's social media, if it's whatever, whatever it is, we all have it. We all have this collective like conditioning and expectation of ourselves. And I just want you to give yourself a little, little grace today, if you can, while listening to this, or even after you finish listening to this short episode, just marvel at all the things that you have accomplished and gotten yourself through over the last six months or last year of your life or even longer than that the last five years ten years like just be proud of yourself for a second really really be proud of yourself so that was a long-winded way of the intro to this podcast (laughs) I'm still like I feel so I don't know where I'm at right now. I don't know how to fully show up. I haven't fully integrated all of my lessons, right? And I don't know how to fully show back up in the new version of me and the new evolved version of me, whatever you want to call it. Like, I'm just going through such a transition process and I'm like, how do I show up again to my world, to my community, to social media, to all the people that I know, to clients, like all of that. Um, it's a process. So I'm giving myself grace and I'm giving myself a lot of time to just be with myself and get back to things that make me feel joyful and pleasured and happy in life in general. I'm doing all those things for myself and I hope that you are doing all those things for yourself as well. But on today's episode, I really wanted to dive into this notion of feminine expression and in particular feminine women's expression of pain or of heartache or of anything in general right and how that is perceived by society how that's perceived by some men how that's perceived by other women how it's perceived by our parents generation and a lot of people in society most of society right And it's something that we really, really need to create a new paradigm around 
is feminine expression, particularly her pain, her anger, her darkness, her shadow, like any of her darker emotions. We need to change our perception on that. And I'm not saying we don't have to do the same for men and their feminine expression and their emotional expression, the way that they express, like we also need to change our perception on that. We need to completely change our perception on that and hold more reverence and space for men doing this exact same thing. But I guess from what I've kind of conjured up in my head for this episode and the notes that I kind of have mentally written in my head, (laughs) I'm talking specifically from a feminine woman's perspective because that is who I am, that is what I relate to in the world, right? If you haven't noticed, that is what most of my work is about. It is about divine feminine expression. It's about divine feminine women's movements in the world and her heart and everything that comes with being a divine feminine woman because I am one. Shocking. So what has come to my mind and the note that I wrote down, (laughs) the note that I wrote down I don't even know if I want to say it because it's probably not even going to make any sense to any of y'all. You should see the notes in my phone. I don't know if you guys are the same, but I am a crazy note taker. I literally will write... How many notes have I written today already? No, I've only written... I've written three notes today. All right. So that's not much compared to a normal day where it's way more. But anyway... This is all kind of stemming from a post that I actually put up on Instagram not long ago. And basically I wrote like a little divine feminine spiel from the heart that was like, I'm tired of healing these men. I'm tired of fucking these men. I'm tired of teaching these men. Um, And something, there was a few other things like loving these men or something. And it was just like, like, love me teach me, heal me, fuck me. Like it was just a play on what I'd written. Right. And as soon as you write anything like that, you're obviously going to get backlash because I'm, I'm addressing men in what I'm saying. I'm addressing a gender in what I'm saying. So I was prepared, you know, I had my, I had my shields up ready to, (laughs) you know, get ready for the attack that is about to be put on my back in the comments. All right. I'm, I'm preparing myself. I knew someone was going to get triggered and I didn't know exactly how I would even respond to it. I didn't even think much about it. I do. I was just like, someone's going to get triggered by this. Of course, like those words are triggering and maybe sensitive to some people because especially if you're a man and you're really trying to love your woman, right? Or you're trying to love women. You're trying to understand women. You're trying to heal yourself. You know, you could get triggered by those words and be like, um, who does this woman think she is? Like, we deserve all those things too. You're taking them from us or whatever goes through, whatever goes through your mind when you read that, if it does trigger you, if it does trigger you, please let me know. But I do want to shed some more perspective on it. I want to shed more perspective on this feminine expression, which that is what that was. So in the comments, I got instantly, almost instantly, I think like the first comment was a man 
who was triggered and I can't remember exactly what he wrote, but he wrote something just, oh, I, it was something about like, don't blame men, stop blaming men or something like that. And, you know, I wrote back and I'm like, Hey, like I was, I was waiting for the triggered comment. I just wanted to add some humor to the situation, but I'm not blaming men here. And this is where I'm coming at with um, this new perception, new paradigm that I want all of us to be making. And same with, you know, we're going to have to hold the same space. Ladies, we're going to have to hold the same space for men in our lives. You know, I'm not blaming men and I'm not even in those words. Am I saying I blame men, men for this? And the note that I actually wrote down in my phone that I said, you guys aren't going to understand, was in quotations, like, all men suck versus a feminine just expressing her heart. Because there are different sides to, there, there are different levels of consciousness when it comes to what I wrote in those words, what I shared on my Instagram from my heart. I could say, and this is, a level of consciousness that I see all over the internet, all over TikTok, all over Instagram, mostly TikTok because that's what is most popular on that um, app, is the consciousness of like all men suck and there are no good men and why did I let myself even speak to a man and what was I thinking when I spoke to a man last week or... When I started talking to a man, what did I think was going to happen? Of course, I got my heart broken. Of course, I ended up crying. Of course, this. Of course, that. I could pull up so many. I could open my TikTok app right now and see like 10 in my For You page. And obviously, the algorithm is now curated for that on my feed because like I've watched them so many times. So it's my own fault, really. But... This is the level of consciousness that is most prevalent in society because, let me tell you, let me just give you a a shocking fact, women are angry. Like, women are fucking angry and they have a right to be angry, okay? They have a right to be angry, to take up space with their anger. They have a right to express that anger and some of it, yes is unfortunately directed at some of the men in their lives. But where we need to begin to draw the line and make a distinct paradigm shift is, first of all, the woman that I'm speaking of, the woman that is feeling this anger, she needs to stop pointing her finger at all men, at the whole gender She needs to stop pointing her finger at everyone but herself to continuously blame and shame because blaming and shaming a whole gender is not going to get us very far. As we can see from the last however many centuries of women being shamed and blamed for not being good enough and stepping out of their roles and not being the perfect mother and daughter and wife and lover and everything that we have placed on women. Like all we've done is blame and shame them and look how far it's gotten us. We're now in this position where 
women are so furious and angry and we're fed up. So first of all, women are allowed to feel this way because this is collectively what they have been carrying and feeling for centuries, for so many years. Our mothers, our mothers, mothers, our mothers, 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 like this goes on and on and on. And we're coming to this time in consciousness, in evolution, where everyone has more of a voice. Our consciousness is evolving. We are speaking up more. Women are feeling safer. Women are taking up room. And of course, some of that anger is going to get projected and used in the wrong way. And when it's used in the wrong way, it can look like blaming and pointing the finger at all men and shaming them. But here's where we need to make the shift and where I bring in my post and my point is a feminine woman is able to say, I am angry. I'm angry at the men in my life or I'm so sick of being hurt by men. I'm so sick of feeling like I mean nothing to men or I'm never seen by men and I hate that feeling and I'm fucking sick of it. She's allowed to say all of all of those things and we don't need to then immediately make her question what she's saying and put a mirror up at her and say, hang on, no, you're not actually allowed to feel that way because you're not allowed to be her. You're not allowed to take up this space. Don't blame men. Don't blame men. But there was no, I blame all men. There was no, I blame all men in my post, in my words, in my speech. There was no pointing the finger at all men and saying that, all men suck. All men don't deserve women. They don't deserve love. They don't deserve understanding or respect or half of the things that I see on the internet, right, are of that consciousness level. But there was none of that in my speech because where I was coming from was the feminine's expression, the feminine heart of being angry and tired of how she's been treated or neglected or abandoned or not seen or not loved by the men in her life. And that is valid. Just like if a man was to write something the exact same, right? We would, we would all probably get triggered by it. So I get it. Like men are going to get triggered by some of my words because they're not in my experience, they're not in my body. They're not feeling the things that I'm feeling. Just like if we saw a man, right? Ladies listening, like really think about this. If we saw a man writing those exact words, would we really be, would we be commenting saying, yes, queen, yes, king. <laughs> what you're saying is so spot on. Like, thank you for this post. Thank you. Like people need to hear this. No, we wouldn't because we would immediately go to men can't take up space. Men can't take up space. And it might be a bit more sensitive because obviously men have taken up more space than women over the last however many years, over the last few thousand years. 
men have taken up more space and they've been given that right. They've been more privileged and blessed just because they've been born as a man, you know, so when a man speaks out like that, we're going to get a little, hang on, did you, did you, do you deserve to say that? Did you work to have that thought process? Like, where is this coming from? What kind of pain have you been put through with women? Like, this is bullshit. Like, we would get triggered as fuck. So I understand the triggers by men um, and the frustrations by men on some of my posts and some of my work. I completely, completely, completely understand and get it. I think what we just need to do is shift into that new paradigm and new perspective of fucking hearing each other and listening to each other and allowing feminine expression to take up space and that feminine expression being a man's expression too because when a man is expressing from his heart his pain, that's his feminine. And when I'm doing it from my heart, it's my feminine. This is a feminine's yearning to express emotion and we need to hold space for that. We need to encourage that because there have been, it's been too long that it has been shut down and neglected and we just don't hold space for it. We don't hold space for it in men because we expect them to just be quote unquote be men and have it together all the time and just hold the fort down and be masculine, you know, a hundred percent of the time. And then for women, we're kind of expecting the same thing almost too, because that's our society, right? Our society is masculine driven. It is be in your masculine, get to work on time, go on lunch break when I say you can and work from this time until this time and drive home at this time until this time and make your dinner at this time until this time. And you have to fit everything into the confines of this space and you have to be on point every hour of every single day and you can't let anyone see you break a sweat. That's overtly masculine. That's toxic masculine because there is literally no space for any feminine there. That is the world that we have been living in. So, of course, if anyone shows feminine yearning, feminine anger, feminine expression, we're all scratching our heads and frowning and saying, who does this person think that they are to to say those words? Despicable. (laughs) Not okay. And I just would love for you know, because I am a divine feminine woman and that's who I'm speaking to here and most of my my clients are and the people that are in my compu- community are mostly women. I just want to say, like, men, we want you to hear us. We want you to hear our pain and hear our frustration and hear our sadness of what we've been through and what we still have been going through. You know, there's there's something that John Wineland has said a few times, and he's a teacher of mine, and I mean, I'm assuming that everyone listening knows who that is. If you don't know who John Wineland is, go and check him out. I'm sure he doesn't need any more publicity from me, but I'm going to give it to him anyway because... Some of the things he teaches about are just mind-blowing. And, you know, there's one video in particular of his that I can remember, but it's about, you know, the responsibility of a masculine partner to take on the role of the feminine's pain, 
like to take on the role of helping her clear that pain, taking on the role and responsibility of holding her in that, even though you weren't the man to cause that. You weren't the man to cause that pain initially, but you're the man there now. And it's your responsibility to hold space for her and help her clear that, clear that shame and that that pain and that agony and that heartache and that yearning that, you know, she never got met or seen or felt by whoever else in her life. Like no other man in her life has ever seen those parts of her and actually respected them and felt sorry for them. Not even felt sorry for them, but like felt sorry for the pain and allowed room for it. Because that's all that, you know, the feminine is really wanting and asking for a lot of the time. It's like she just wants space to actually be love and she can't be love when she doesn't feel safe. And if she doesn't feel safe, that means she probably doesn't have the space to feel safe, right? The feminine needs the space. She needs the container. That's what all of this work is about. And women, you know, we have to take on the responsibility with the men that we date in our lives as well to hold space for their feminine too, because I doubt that any other, that's a big statement, so I'm not going to say that any other, I don't want to go to extremes, but it's doubtful normally when we meet new partners, right, that they have had experience with other partners previously that have seen all of them and felt all of them and loved all of them. And it's something that we're all still struggling to do. We're struggling to be loving. We're struggling to be unconditionally loving. We're struggling to open our hearts. We're struggling to be truly, truly intimate with one another because we're all fucking hurt. Everyone is hurt. Everyone. None of us got the love that we needed from our parents. Even if we grew up in a quote unquote happy home, which if you did, good for you. (laughs) Good for you. But none of us got fully seen in the ways that we needed to as children because our parents didn't know any better. And those wounds stick with us. Those wounds stick with us. They turn into attachments, attachment styles. These are some of the ways that have scientifically been proven now, uh, you know, it's the way that we are molded. It's the way that we see the world through attachment styles. It is proven that that is true, that that is the case. And most of us have, you know, some type of insecure attachment style. Even if we're 90% secure, that 10% though, (laughs) that 10% though, you know, we've all been so hurt and I guess the only way that we can truly allow the feminine to just express in anyone else, right? In our male partner, in our female partner, in our friends, in anyone is just hold fucking space for it. And I think if something like what I have shared, that post triggers you, I feel like the best way to take that is either like sit with it. Don't purge all your emotions onto the person because they're doing the best that they can, especially someone who is sharing their heart that, that openly and vulnerably, like they're doing the fucking best that they can. 
And I'm saying that from my perspective because I am. I'm doing the work. It's like if someone comes to my page and says, oh, you just blame all men. I'm like, have you seen my work? Have you seen my posts? Have you seen the type of work I've done internally with men in my life or in my relationships compared to where I was at like five years ago or what I went through with my father? No, you weren't there. So don't throw your shame and projection onto me. And that's just what the fucking internet is, right? It's just like projection back and forth, back and forth. But if we see something like that, that triggers us, like we can just sit with it, save it, go back to it, spend some time with why it's triggering us, why it's pissing us off. And then maybe when you feel ready, like head to that person's profile and like let them know that their post like sent you through this internal work. And I mean, this is just like, You don't have to do this at all. You can do this all by yourself. You don't have to let anyone know about your internal process. But I'm just saying, like, let's stop just projecting constantly, you know, and it's it's easier said than done, especially when you do go on to apps and people are still in that like lower level of consciousness where it is. I hate all men and I hate all women and women are always like this and men are always like this. It's like we're just blanket terming our own trauma because we've been hurt by people. We're all hurt. So let's come to the realization that we're all hurt and some of us are really just doing the best that we can. And if we see someone in true vulnerable feminine expression, we need to honor that and value that. And like I said at the start of this episode, like I did want to direct this specifically to feminine women because women have been scarred, I I feel, more deeply over the last few thousands of years and we have it's almost like a bigger weight to carry and I'm not saying that men don't have that at all they do men have a lot of expectations that they've been held to as well so I'm not saying that men just get off scot-free because that's not the truth but women I feel like have just been going through this resurgence and this awakening process to where we have started expressing more But we haven't known how to do that. And again, men don't know how to do that either. None of us know how to healthily express this feminine without blaming and shaming everybody else. Like my anger towards men, my frustration towards men, which I definitely still hold. I have a huge masculine wound still. It's not completely gone after so much work. It's still not completely gone. I've just gone through a breakup as well. You know, it's kind of reopened the wound, if anything. I'm in it full force. I've met my masculine wound deeper more than ever the last few months. You know, so when we're, when we're healing from a masculine or a feminine wound, like this takes time and we're allowed to be angry. We're allowed to be angry. I'm allowed to be angry at quote unquote men, but I need to take responsibility to recognize that not every human being is the same. Not every man is the same. Not every man is going to continue to cause hurt or pain for me. And not every man is here to use me or just hurt me or whatever, whatever we have been through with men, right? Not all men are going to do this and not all women are going to cause the same type of pain that the last few women in your life have. We just need to, we need to evolve our consciousness, people. Shocking. I know. And that is what half of my work is about. Like we need to 
we need to take responsibility for our own pain and we need to understand that no one is free of hurt and free of trauma and free of pain. And that means we all have to be way more compassionate with one another. And I think if you're going through a process where you are feeling really, really angry still at the opposite gender or whoever it is, whoever, if you're just feeling really, really angry, it might be some time to go within more and do some more self-healing work because from experience when there is still a wound that is very much open and triggered like you can't live and love and play to your fullest extent because you're gonna get triggered you're gonna get triggered everywhere we go we're going to get triggered in this life that's why deeper healing and solitude work is so so needed we need to learn ourselves so deeply before we can expect others to know us and see us and hold that feminine and masculine you know pain for us too. see it I can't go to a man and say hold all of my masculine pain that has been placed on me from every other man in my life if I'm not also willing to help his feminine or his masculine come forth too. We can't keep expecting the world of each other and then not actually be willing to give it in return. Like, we're just all stuck in these conditional mindsets. And I'm getting on a tangent here because I've been talking straight this whole podcast. And (laughs) I think I got my point across, people. I think I got my point across for this episode. I wanted it to be short. I wanted it to be sweet. And I hope that you took something from this. I hope that this helps inspire your perspective shift, whether you are a man or a woman or more in feminine, more in masculine, whatever, whatever your wounding is, whatever. And I'm sorry if you can hear background aircon or lawnmower situation. Can never get the the noises right, but I am happy to be here for this episode and I hope you really enjoyed it. I'm excited to come out with some more um, single episodes just with myself because I've got a lot of thoughts that I've kind of been pondering on the last month and taking time off social media. I'm like, I need to kind of get back to expressing in different ways. So I'm on Patreon. If you guys aren't already on the Patreon, go check that out. I'm going to link that in the show notes. Of course, it's all erotic, juicy, divine feminine, divine masculine, sexy, yummy, tantric, erotic, yum. So go check that out. (laughs) I'm going to go and head to the gym because the gym has been my best friend for the last month. It has helped me cultivate so much masculine and feminine energy, actually just energy in general. Like I took so much time off the gym, like for a couple years and then even over New Year's, Christmas, January, I got sick and went through breakup and all that. Like, I just could not, for the life of me, train. But I have brought my energy back and I'm so committed. And it's it's definitely more of a masculine thing because it's like I'm committing to this thing. I'm committing to show up for myself, even if sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't really feel like it. I'm fucking committing. I'm committing. And I hope that for your masculine energy, you are committing to something today that makes you better that helps you evolve, that helps elevate you. And I hope you're also cultivating some beautiful yin 
feminine energy too, where you can flow and be in creative energy and get some expression out. Even this episode for me today feels very feminine. I'm literally on the floor, just got back from the beach, going to go to the gym now. And I'm just like, I'm going to record this podcast. I'm getting this out of my system. So I've just expressed my throat chakra is open and that's my feminine flow, right? I'm just creatively expressing and talking, just talking, 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 getting it all out. That is feminine expression. Anyway, I'm going to leave you with that and I'm sending you all so much love. I hope that you have an amazing day or evening wherever you are and I'll chat to you in the next episode. (laughs) Bye.